Well, you know, everybody, Robbie, you know, writes differently. I know I have writers, you know, are really good friends and people I really admire who literally sit down every day and write, um, and they're very disciplined in terms of doing that. There are others who, you know, can go weeks and weeks before they write something. Um, Billy Wilder, who's another great influence, a great, the great uh, screenwriter and director who did movies like Sunset Boulevard and Double Indemnity and Some Like It Hot, um, he said back in the day, and I've said this to a lot of writers I work with and, and writers I teach when I teach, he used to say back in the day when he sat down at the typewriter computer these days, it was written in his head. Mm. Um, he wasn't one of those guys who could just sit down and go, like, what am I going to write today? And I'm, frankly, the way I kind of write that way. It's like I'm always just kind of walking around thinking, what if I do this? What if I do that? Or I'll tell somebody an idea that I'm working on. I'll talk a lot and I'll just kind of come out. And I realize I'm always writing. So when I sit down, then it's a matter of just getting everything I've been thinking about you know, onto a piece of paper mm. and go from there. Do you remember when Cupid shot you in the chest, what you were watching on TV or in a movie when you said, that's it, that's what I want to do? Um, no, I mean, I just knew, I just, I read a lot, you know, I mean, I think is, is where it sort of started, you know, I mean, um, uh, and I, I think this became a gradual thing because I was always reading and watching a lot of, you know, TV shows like, like The Twilight Zone and everything. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I think it started with the fact that I just happened to love mysteries and thrillers and then maybe kind of the adjuncts of, like, horror and, and fantasy. I kind of liked all those genre stories because there was a lot of story there. And um, so I think that was something that was really interesting to me. And, like, the first books I remember reading as a little kid, like a lot of boys did, was reading The Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and what was great about that was that I, my my uh, paternal grandmother lived in Kansas City and we're here in California and she used to come out twice a year and she'd bring me I mean, I'm like seven or eight years old you mm. know and she's bringing me she would always bring me two Hardy Boy books mm. and I devour them but the great thing about the hardy boy books is you'd finish the book and on the last page of the hardy boy books it would always say the two brothers would go like and they couldn't wait until next you know week <laughs> when they would be like the case of the old mill right uh. and it was sort of like you knew there was another one coming right and that's the first instance i ever sort of saw that and that sort of led to me for this you know this love of detective fiction you know where the, all these writers i have like 10,000 you know uh first editions of, you know, mysteries and, and thrillers and some of the other things I'm talking about, but a lot of them are continuing series of detectives or characters that progress, and it started with the Hardy Boys. Hmm. There's a soundbite I have here I want to play for you. Rod Serling talking about a dialogue technique and dialogue problem he even... I'm curious what you think about this. I don't think I'm aware of it, but very often one of the major problems with strong writers who deal in dialogue above plot, which happens to be, I think, more my forte than than plot, dialogue. If you look at some of the pages of the stuff I've written, and even some of the good things, shut your eyes, you won't know who's talking, because they all talk alike. And who do they talk like? Me. Now, that's wrong, and it's something I've got to lick over the years, but it's the most common literary problem, I think, of strong dialogists. You're such a strong writer. Do you ever have to check yourself, or you trust yourself? Um, I trust myself a lot more than I used to. Uh, I mean, when I was first starting out, I would literally go into like close to almost panic attacks where I'd not so much like writer's block, uh, but I, I literally, I, I couldn't figure out something. I just like, hmm. you know, be wandering around circles around the house. But over the years, 
And I think this probably comes from, you know, working in television for over 30 years and running shows, and, and, and it's so story-driven that I just kind of sort of count on the fact that it'll come to you. And the strange place is, you know, I tell my wife all the time that it usually comes, like, when I'm standing in the shower. I think it's, like, literally the idea. You're the doc. You could tell me about this. It's like <laughs> the water beating on my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes going, oh, you know, I should do that, you know. Um, I'm not one of those writers, you know, who, you know, I have crazy dreams and everything like that, but, um, I don't think I've ever had, um, an idea that's like come to me like in a dream, hmm. you know, I mean, there's the old story. It's, it's the great story about like, you know, about the writer who has these great dreams and he, uh, uh, but he can't remember them the next morning. And so he, he can't write anything down. So his wife says, why don't you keep, you know, like a pad by the bed? So when you have this dream, you wake up, you write something down. So he has this amazing dream. He wakes up in the middle of the night, he puts like something on a, on a piece of paper, falls asleep, wakes up the next morning. He tells his wife, oh, I had this, I, I forgot this. I had this great idea. I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. Oh, yes, I wrote it down. And he looks at the piece of paper and on the piece of paper, he's written three words and it says, boy meets girl. <laughs> <laughs> big help that is well that's just fantastic to hear the journey of television to now writing books i really want to get into that and i really want to get into your latest book you're you're a teacher as well at the university of texas now i want to get into what it is that you can convey to a young writer of the secrets to the craft so can you stay on for another segment sure okay let's pay some bills steve Paulette. We'll come back. We're talking to the great Scott Shepard, my favorite writer in Los Angeles. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Miss an interview or Doc's weekly story? Check it out on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Also, Doc's advice to callers on their aches and pains. Just type Weekend Warrior in the Facebook search bar, and you'll see Doc's picture in the listings. And thanks for checking out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. 